1: The televising of this Mass is made possible by the contributions from two donors. The first is an anonymous donor from Regina, Saskatchewan, for living and deceased members of their family, friends, for the souls in purgatory, for the elderly, sick and dying, for the homeless and hungry, for those who have no one to pray for them, and for special intentions. The second is Ivana Bansik, from Etobicoke, Ontario, for her deceased husband, Yanis, and for all the deceased members of her family, for her children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren, that their faith may bring them back to God. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. amen. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
2: And, with
1: and with your Let us now acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite of hearts. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
2: Amen.
1: Today, we commemorate St. Augustine, theologian and bishop. Let us pray. Renew in Your Church, we pray, O Lord, the spirit with which You endowed Your bishop, St. Augustine, that, filled with the same spirit, we may thirst for You, the sole font of true wisdom, and seek You, the author of heavenly love. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, Your Son, who lives and reigns with You in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever.
2: A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. From Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the Church of the Thessalonians, in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. We always give thanks to God for all of you and mention you in our prayers constantly remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labour of love, and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For we know, brothers and sisters, beloved by God, that he has chosen you because our message of the gospel came to you not in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and with full conviction just as you know what kind of persons we proved to be among you for your sake. In every place, your faith in God has become known so that we have no need to speak about it. For the people of those regions report about us what kind of welcome we had among you, and how you turned to God from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for His Son from Heaven whom he raised from the dead Jesus who rescues us from the wrath that is coming the word of the lord Thanks Thanks be be God. God.
0: the lord takes delight in his people Sing to the Lord a new song, His praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in its maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their King. The Lord takes delight in His people. Let them praise the Lord's name with dancing, making melody to him with tambourine and lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people, he adorns the humble with victory. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy on their couches. Let the high praises of God be on their lips. This is glory for all his faithful ones. The Lord takes delight in his people. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My sheep listen to my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah
1: The Lord be with you
0: and with your spirit.
1: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
2: Glory to you, O Lord.
1: Jesus said to the crowds Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you lock people out of the kingdom of heaven, for you do not go in yourselves, and when others are going in, you stop them. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cross sea and land to make a single convert, and you make the new convert twice as much a child of hell as yourselves. Woe to you blind guides who say, whoever swears by the sanctuary is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gold of the sanctuary is bound by the oath. You blind fools. For which is greater, the gold, or the sanctuary that has made the gold sacred? And you say, whoever swears by the altar is bound by nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on the altar is bound by the oath. How blind you are. For which is greater, the gift, or the altar that makes the gift sacred. So, whoever swears by the altar swears by it and by everything on it. And whoever swears by the sanctuary swears by it and by the one who dwells in it. And whoever swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by the one who is seated upon it. The Gospel of the Lord.
2: Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Today's first reading is from the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians, the oldest of his letters that have come down to us. The passage we heard a moment ago contains the opening section of the letter, which includes the naming of the sender, the recipients, Paul's favourite greeting, grace and peace, and a remarkably rich prayer of thanksgiving. The letter is addressed to the Church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Like the majority of Paul's letters, this one is directed not to an individual, but to a community. In this case, a community of Gentile believers in Thessalonica who have come to faith in Jesus and in what God has done for us through Him. Paul sums up the message he has brought to them and their response to it when he reminds them of how they turned from idols to serve a living and true God, and to wait for His Son from Heaven, whom He raised from the dead, Jesus, who rescues us from the wrath that is coming. When Paul speaks of Jesus, he's thinking primarily of the risen Christ, the living Christ, the Christ who continues to be present in our midst and who will return in power and glory in the end times, which Paul thinks may well be at hand. In his solemn prayer of thanksgiving, Paul thanks God, Christ, and the Spirit for the gifts which they, in their different ways, have poured out on the Thessalonians. He also gives thanks for the way in which the people have responded to God's gifts. We remember, Paul says, your work of faith and labour of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. From the beginning of his Christian life, Paul had a sense of the fundamental importance of what later will be called the theological virtues. Virtues which primarily relate us to God and to His will for us. The virtues of faith, hope, and love. At the beginning of his Gospel, Mark sums up the mission and the message of Jesus when he says that Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled and the Kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Religious faith in the broadest sense involves faith in the existence of God, from whom all things have ultimately come and to whom one day all will return. To faith in God, Christian faith adds faith in Jesus as the Word or Son of God. Faith, too, in the saving and reconciling power of His death and resurrection. Hope is an enormous gift whether it be the hope that seems almost to be part of our humanity, or building on it explicit hope in God and in God's sustaining presence with us. Hope and faith are in many ways inseparable. To believe in God is more than simply believing that He exists. It involves trust and hope. The letter to the Hebrews encourages us to seize the hope that is set before us. In this hope, it says, we have a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. At different times, we find ourselves somewhat at sea. It may seem then that we are caught up in a storm that threatens to destroy the boat we are in. It's this, that the image of hope is an anchor, as something that keeps us from drifting off and perhaps being overwhelmed by the inevitable trials that we will have to face. Hope anchors us in God. It assures us that no matter what we have to face, God is with us. Although we may not, He may not always do what we would like Him to do, His presence can't help but renew our courage and be for us a source of peace and hope. Along with faith and hope, Paul mentions the labour of love of the Thessalonians. When asked which was the greatest commandment, Jesus answered love, love of God and love of neighbour. Most often, when love is mentioned in the New Testament, the emphasis is on love of neighbour. That's very much the case with Paul's famous hymn, To Love, in this first letter to the Corinthians. Paul stresses the aspects of love that he does because he is challenging believers in Corinth not to be at odds with one another, and above all, not to think that they are more spiritual than others. If I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, Paul says, I am nothing. Love, he declares, is patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. What Paul is thinking of here is primarily love of neighbours. Such love is rooted in and strengthened by God's love for us and our love for Him. Paul ends the hymn by saying, and now, faith, hope, and love abide. These three, and the greatest of these is love. When Paul talks of the Christian life in this and other letters, one can hear the sincerity and conviction with which he speaks. As true as that is, however, what he says can seem somewhat abstract. This, I believe, is one of the reasons why saints are so important to us. In them, we see what Christian life is all about. In today's liturgy, we celebrate one of my favourite saints, the great theologian and bishop, Saint Augustine. Not only is he one of the leading intellectual figures in the history of Christianity, he lived what he taught as as his remarkable book, Confessions Bears Witness. The word confessions, is used by Augustine, refers not only to the confessing of his sins, but also to his confessing God's guidance, God's presence with him throughout his life. The first part of the book tells the story of his childhood his gradual moving away from his mother's faith, and his long and slow search for meaning and for God. The weeks and months leading up to Augustine's conversion are dramatically told. It is, he says, as if he had two wills, one longing to return to his former way of life, and the other calling him forward to a new life in Christ and in the church. When Augustine finally made his commitment He began that new life, a new life of personal spiritual growth and of service to the community, of faith as a bishop and theologian. In Augustine's life, as in that of so many saints, we can see what it means to be a person of faith, hope, and love. Let us now, in faith and trust, present before God our needs. For all those in our daily TV Mass Prayer Intentions book, let us pray to the Lord. To God, for families, for peace in times of blessing and difficulty, protection for children and respect for the elderly and the vulnerable, let us pray to the Lord. To God, for those suffering from isolation and loneliness, that friends and neighbors will reach out to them, let us pray to the Lord for children, especially those suffering from hunger and homelessness, let us pray to the Lord.
0: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: For our deceased relatives and friends, and for those who have died this past night, that they will be brought to eternal life in God, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Gracious God, we ask You to hear and grant these prayers, as well as the more personal ones that each one of us has in his or her own heart. All this we pray through Christ, the bread of life.
2: Blessed be God forever.
1: By the mingling of this water and wine become partakers of His divinity, who became partakers of our humanity. Blessed are You, Lord, God of all creation. For through Your goodness, we have received the wine we offer You fruit of the vine, and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink.
2: Blessed be God forever.
1: Gracious God, we Wash me from my sins. Cleanse me from my iniquity. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Father Almighty.
2: May the Lord, Lord accept the sacrifice of Your hands for the praise and, praise and glory of His name, for our good and the good and the of all, Holy Church. Church.
1: Celebrating the memorial of our salvation, we humbly beseech Your mercy, O Lord, that this sacrament of Your loving-kindness may be for us the sign of unity and the bond of charity. Through Christ, our Lord.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: The Lord be with you. And with you. Lift up your hearts.
2: lift them up to the Lord.
1: Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God.
2: It is right and just.
1: It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give You thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For You are praised in the company of Your saints, and in crowning their merits, You crown Your own gifts. By their way of life, You offer us an example. By communion with them, You give us companionship, by their intercession, sure support, so that, encouraged by so great a cloud of witnesses, we may run as victors in the race before us and win with them the imperishable crown of glory through Christ our Lord. And so with the angels and archangels and with the great multitude of the saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim.
0: Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts. Heaven and Earth are full of Your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest.
1: You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope and Francis our Bishop and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Look not upon our sins, but upon the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. And let us offer one another a sign of peace.
0: Peace. <laughs>
2: Permit not that I should ever be separated from you. Amen.
1: Let us pray. May partaking of Christ's table sanctify us, we pray, O Lord, that, being made members of his body, we may become what we have received, through Christ our Lord.
2: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: The Lord be with you.
2: And with your spirit.
1: May Almighty God bless you the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Go in peace.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: Our
0: thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass.
2: We gather